She can hit that shell, boy. Come on, hit him. So, um, I had an experience, right? I had an experience with a religious nut on Facebook. And, and that's going to be part of the podcast, right? And if we get time, um, we're going to talk about Trigger. <laughs> Trigger. Yeah, that's his name, Trigger. Well, he sent me on text. He said, Dad, you know my name is Trigger. And, and they call me Trigger. <laughs> I'm like, Trigger? Like, hey, he's full of triggers. Anyway, we're, if we get time, we will get into that. We hardly get into that, but if we get time. Okay, so first we want to say attitude of gratitude. Mahalo to everybody. Hey, we, we've got, um, oh, man, I tell you. So so the, the, the wahine, the women of the podcast are improving. Uh, well, they're holding, actually. <laughs> they're holding. <laughs> the, the chicks, bro. They hold, bro. They hold. And anyway, so, um, and, and we, we're very grateful. If it wasn't, you know, I don't know why, but like my whole, my whole life is chicks. Like my whole life. They're my biggest clients, right? Chicks. Uh, they, they don't, they're the ones bring their kids to me to teach. You know, they come to me as clients for life coaching. Um, chicks is, is like, um, like all over my life. And, um, now that they found out, <laughs> what? Junior Gale podcast, that freak up. Yeah, you, they're, they're all on the podcast. So 20% female, male went down to 79%, and there's 1% uh, not specified. That's people, you know, on a podcast, they, they don't claim either. It's not that they're one way or the other or what. It's just that they, they don't want to claim. They don't want to say. So 1%. And um, oh, in the last 24-hour period, I see, I don't have the exact. I got to go on the laptop for the exact number to tell you. But I can tell you that over eight, uh, 8,300 plays last uh in the last 24 hours so we gotta say mahalo and then uh the, the countries oh bro the countries let me check the countries oh bro the countries yeah they going botswana and syria was the last uh two countries before that was egypt thailand switzerland philippines vietnam russia australia austria not australia uh, austria Israel, Peru kind of goes up like that, goes up the chain. But that's kind of boring stuff. Our age demographics is 23 to dead with a couple of 17 and 18-year-olds, basically. Um, once once you get to 35 plus, the percentage just goes off the chain. It just goes off. So um, actually, 35 plus is our, our steady, huge demo. Uh, we got a few... Uh, you know, 23 to 34 year olds, and then below that, couple guys. <laughs> I think couple guys. I don't know. Uh, it says one percent, so I guess I guess there's a, yeah, there's 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 a quite a few 17 year olds. But anyway, we try to keep the show clean, okay? And, and you know, that's always been the mission, because and it says explicit. You know why? It's so we made it explicit on the description. When you go to Apple Podcast, and you, you know, you go put in the 
you know, you go look for the Junior Keiko Ever Junior Show in the description. It says explicit because we thought like, well, if if there is that chance that, you know, we get all riled up because that, you know, I get like that once in a while. Right? You guys, bro, you guys experienced that with me already. And and if that happens and, and I let out an F-bomb or something, right, we want to be covered. And that's why we do that. But we try to keep it clean. Anyway, so in today's podcast, I'm going to talk about religious nuts on Facebook. Religious nuts, period. Okay. And if we get time, we will get into trigger. <laughs> trigger. Anyway, he cracks me up, this guy. But anyway, so, um, yeah. Now, religious nuts, okay. I'm not talking about people who go to church, you know, that that pray, that, I don't know, have knowledge. Because you got to have knowledge. You got to have, you got to know what you're doing. I'm just saying, you got to know what you're doing, Hawaiians, okay? Now, I don't care if you're talking about religion. I don't care if you're talking about driving a car. If you drive a car, if you have a license, you're supposed to know how to drive. I mean, you just go out on the highway, right? Go out on the highway, Hawaiians. You're gonna see that not everybody knows how, right? They have a license. They, they. I don't know how they got it, right? But they, at maybe, maybe they just studied enough to pass the license, right? But, but then when you get out in the real world, right, and down the road, like, hey, these guys know how to drive or what? You, I mean, sometimes you have those questions when you're driving, right? And this is for everything, okay? So sometimes in commerce, now this is commerce, okay? In commerce. You get the guys under the wire because you got to make the sale, right? You, you, you relax the standards so you get these guys through. Look at the educational system, okay? Small kind detour. You, you know me already, right? We're going over here now, right? But we're coming back. We're coming back, Hawaiians, okay? But let's go over here to education. Look at education. They relax the standards and they go, well, this year we had an improvement of the stats and we had a... A larger uh, percentage graduated. Yeah, you know why you had the larger percentage graduating? Because you relaxed the standards. Now these guys, these guys, these kids that are graduating, I'm talking about public school, not private, okay? Private school, they're still good. In public school, right, these public school students, okay, they don't, they're not even required to learn half of what we learned when we were in public school. Right, I went to public school. My mom, my mom threatened me with private school. That was a threat. <laughs> private school. I go. I want to send you over here. I want to send you over there. I want to send you to. They even, they even said, why, why don't we send you away to to uh, school in Europe or, or whatever? They, they wanted to send me to all these private stuff, you know. And I'm like, no, I want to stay with my friends, you know, because I grew up with my friends. These guys that I knew, right? And I knew these guys from from baby, from kindergarten, right? And then, you know, you go up to the elementary school, then the high school, and, and you know, by the time you get to eighth grade, you're comfortable with these guys. You know these guys. You like these guys, right? And then, all of a sudden, my parents was, like, entertaining the idea of replacing these guys because then I would have to go somewhere else and make friends and, you know, all of that. So, so, but, but anyway, but that's not a podcast, right? <laughs> that's not a podcast, but I'm, I'm just saying that in public school, right, they relax the standards to get people through. Why do they do that? Well, so they can claim that they're doing something good. So they can show on paper, right, that they're doing something right. That, that the system is working. The system is broken. The system has been broken for a long time. Everybody knows it. It's not a secret. 
it's a babysitting service and it lucky if the kids even you know i mean the the kids the kids are are resourceful now they're not stupid people okay it's just the educational part now the other thing is i don't know if you guys know and this is another podcast but did you know sex education is coming into kindergarten right now i don't i didn't know i just saw that i saw a post on social media kindergarten they're teaching kids about sex in kindergarten which means well never mind what it means but yeah and anyway that's another podcast but they're doing that okay now kids right you know i see kids from public school they do good they, they're entrepreneurs they get out there they, they you know they're plumbers electricians they go to trade school they you know so there is a lot of success i'm not saying that they're all you know, I'm, you cannot group everything in one group and say, okay, this is not good. Or these guys are failures or these guys are bad or what. No, you cannot do that. But what I'm saying is that's how they do. They relax the standards. So they do it with education. They do it with everything, right? So there's a lot of people. My point is there's a lot of people out there, right, that don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to drive, right? And I'm not talking about the same people. Some people don't know how to drive, but they know how to do other things. Some people know how to cook. Right, and then they, but they don't know other things. You see what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so a lot of these people out here in society, okay, are ignorant, and the root word is ignore, because they could have learned, right? But they chose to ignore ignorance. Okay, they live in ignorance. Okay, now we're gonna get to the religious delusion. Now, the the definition of delusion, right, really boils down to mental illness. Because a delusion is a feeling. So an illusion is something that you see that's not real. Okay. A delusion is something that you feel that is not real. Okay. Now, I'm not saying God is, is a delusion. God, God is real, Hawaiians. Okay. God is real. God has worked in my life. I've seen it work. I've called upon that energy that we call God. The creator, I've called on the creator. I've made the creator part in me work. Okay, because God is in everybody. Okay, so Christ consciousness is in everybody, but not everybody uses it. You know, it's it's like it's like my 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 cell phone. I have a cell phone, right? I I have a couple of cell phones. One I use for for teaching, and one is my personal cell phone. And my my personal cell phone has the good camera, the good video. You know, so so it's a. Oh, I think it was a little over a thousand dollars for my iPhone, the latest, the iPhone 12, whatever, right? And and I'm not flexing, I'm not bragging that I have a thousand dollar phone. I'm just saying, I, I'm trying to give you the picture, the visual. It's the good one, right? Okay, the latest, you know, whatever. Okay, and and it has everything good inside. Okay, now I I never went I never went to Apple school for for iPhones. I don't know how to operate my camera. I mean, I know how to take snapshots. I know how to take video, you know, but somebody had to show me the setting. Somebody had to show me, oh, you can do this with the filter, you know, unks, right? They call me unks, <laughs> unks, you can do this, you know, you can do that, you know. So, so I learned from different people, right? But my point is there's tons of stuff in my phone that I do not know how to do, right? Okay, so now let's get back to religion. There's a lot of people out there, okay, that have good intentions, Okay. And and their basic knowledge of the Bible or the basic knowledge of religion or whatever is whatever they're told in their groups. Okay, because they have lives. They have life. Okay, now let's go to the to one church that I'm familiar with. And like I tell you guys, I only know my experience, okay? 
I've been to Bible studies, but even in Bible studies, right? They don't teach what I'm about to tell you. They don't give you the kind of information that I'm gonna have that I'm gonna drop here today. Okay? Even in Bible study, they don't tell you this unless you go to the right Bible study, right? I mean, like anything else, you gotta go to the right source. But the commercial source is what I have a problem with. Okay? The commercial, the the 501c3 churches. I did a whole podcast on that before, right? Now, this is what I have a problem with because in in my family, right? Okay, so I was I was I was born into a Catholic family. My grandmother was the the you know the roots Catholic, <laughs> the obey Catholic, right? My, my grandmother was she I, no, but you know what? It served her. It served her. She had faith. Now, here's how faith works in a human being. Okay, all you gotta do. Well, you you know faith is unnecessary. All you gotta do is know. If you know that God is in there, if you know how to get in touch with God in there, which is praying, meditation, affirmations, you, you, all those things, right? If you know how to get in touch with that power that you have in you, then that's all you need, really. Faith is not necessary, okay? But then you'll have the people that go to church and the people in church, well, you got to have faith. Well, why do they do that? Why do they constantly bombard you with that in the 501c3 churches? Well, that's because, it, it, I mean, it's a control mechanism. They need you to come back. They, they need you to come back because you're a client. You don't see it that way, right? Because they call it church. Oh, separation, church and state. Separation, church and state? Why are they tax exempt if they're separate? No, they're working in concert. The same people that brought you government bring you religion. The same people, the same guys, the same guys that bring you control, right? Bring you control on different levels. There's military control, there's financial control, there's, there's, there's religious control. And these guys control society from all angles. The same guys that own the judges, own, well, they, they own the bar association. They own, these guys own everything, okay? Now, this is not a conspiratorial <laughs> statement. I'm telling you the truth, okay? We have owners, I know there's a lot of guys out there. When you when you talk to the average everyday guy, go, oh, bro, nobody owns me. Nobody owns me. Uh, yeah, uh, kind kind of sort of they do. You just don't see it that way, okay? But if you will try certain actions, if you will take certain actions, if you will try, that's why they say stay in your lane. If you get too far out of your lane, you will find out that there are things you cannot do, and you can't do it without a pass. And part of that pass may be a few degrees. And those degrees, okay, are, are passed out in a Masonic college. It's a Masonic world. We just live in it. You guys just live in it, okay? But this religious delusion that goes on is because these guys need clients. Now, if you're, if, if you're presented with principles from Bebe, okay, and I mean Bebe time. Small key time. And they go, well, this is Jesus. You know Jesus, right? You know the white Jesus with the, the sacred heart on the thing and, the, you know, the symbology. And the, okay, so that white Jesus, okay, we know, we know in this day and age, Jesus, well, if, if Jesus was, right, he wasn't white, he was Middle Eastern, right? But they, they, they bleached Jesus, right? They did all kinds. But what they did was marketing. Now, you, Jesus is a product. Jesus is a, Jesus is real, okay? Christ 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 uh, Christ consciousness is real. 
Okay, but Jesus, the Jesus that you see, you know, the Jesus like honk if you love Jesus on the bumper stickers, that Jesus, you know, the fish, the fish of Pisces that the Christians doesn't even know represents the Piscean age. And that's why they put a fish on their bumper sticker because they buy the, the bumper sticker with a fish on it. It represents Christ and Christians. It, it's because it's the 2000 year period of, of Pisces, right? They, they, you know, Jesus fed the multitude with five loaves of bread, okay? And two fish, two fish. That is representing the house of Pisces, okay? So in the Bible, it says, in my father's house, well, what it really translates out to is, in my father's house, there are many abodes, okay? Which means, in my father's house, there are many, and it, in one translation, it says, there are many mansions, okay? Now, what they, they give you this idea that, oh, wow, in heaven, there's mansions and we just we could just get our own mansion and we can we could just walk into all these mansions that's not what it is Hawaiians it's they, there there are many houses there are 12 houses to be exact and that's the zodiac okay there are 12 houses <laughs> in my father's abode there are there are 12 houses okay now the next age after right the 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 the, the age that we're in now that we've just entered into now is Aquarius and in the Bible it says right for you know follow the man with the water pitcher what's a man doing in that period in that age carrying water only women carried water right see so but but you will have Christians go oh no but this this is and they will try to justify it okay because they're trying to justify something that was taught to them a different way Okay, now, now the man with the water pitcher, first of all, why is he carrying water? Well, because uh, that's the symbol for Aquarius, right? And, and you follow him into the house, and I shall meet you upstairs, right? I'm paraphrasing. Okay, but, but yeah, so then, then you, meet the, you, meet, you meet who upstairs? You meet God upstairs, okay? Now, this whole thing about rapture, right? Because I see these guys, you know, I can't wait for Jesus. To, Jesus is coming. I can't wait for Jesus, right? Because they're having a hard time. Now, I don't know people, you know, I, I, I see people being grateful that are wealthy, right? You know, and, and people that are, are wealthy are not waiting to die. You ever wonder why that is? I mean, you know, like the, the old expression goes, everybody wants to go to heaven. Nobody wants to die. <laughs> so, so but, but a lot of these poor people are having a hard time. Okay. And you know what? There are casualties to commerce and and these are the casualties there are poor people right the middle class drives everything and then the poor people right they're, they're you know the people that that we we give things to right and and then you know but they struggle they have the struggle and then you have you have the mindset of the poor and the mindset of the poor is basically the struggle is real and yes there are real struggles i've been through real struggles Hawaiians. real struggles but you know what I did to get out of the struggles? It's not make more money. I was making I was making tons of money and still going through personal struggles at one time. Okay, and then things changed and things shifted. And the reason why things shifted was because I shifted my thinking. That's it. It was that simple. Now it wasn't it wasn't like I could just change it and like that. You heard them, Hoins. Like that. Yeah, you heard them. See, it, it wasn't it wasn't that I just did that and all of a sudden, oh, okay, this is new now. No, this takes work. 
not everybody's willing to do the work. I mean, you know, when you when you give someone the answer, I can't even tell you how many people come to me for life coaching, right? I give them the answer. I show them what I've done. I show them. I sit them down. I say, here, you see all my legal tablets right here? I saved them so I can show my students, right? And 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 I, I have tons. And I show them the year and I show them how I started and I show them like even when I ran out of paper, I, I wrote on the back of the tablet when I ran out of paper. You know, maybe I couldn't run across the street to Office Depot right away or whatever. And I show them. And I said, look, look, see, so you have you have proof that I walk the walk and I still do it. I did an affirmation this morning when I woke up. Right. And it always starts out with I am so happy and grateful now that. OK, but I give people the answer. It's OK, look, if you just do this and I help them, I write the affirmation because you know what? I see a lot of people doing affirmations wrong and they're doing it on social media wrong. And these are influencers. These are kids that have 200,000 influencers and they're using negative words in their affirmation and they're teaching it to their followers and their followers follow them blindly. OK, I mean, they just no matter what they say, their followers are going to do. Okay, now you've now you've polluted the affirmation, right? By using a negative. Because if you say, "I will not smoke anymore," "I will not be negative anymore," what are you really saying? Well, God or the universe or whatever the Creator does not acknowledge negatives. If you say, "I will not smoke anymore," you're saying, "I will smoke anymore," right? I will smoke. So, but I see a lot of influencers, these young kids, and they're doing this. And I'm like, no, nah, they got it wrong. You know, there was this realtor on LinkedIn and I admire her because she's a, she's an innovator. She's using, she was one of the first people that I saw that was using social media, right? As a tool to sell homes to, and she was, she was doing it like talking star in a car. She was doing all this stuff. One day she did affirmations and I saw that she was doing it wrong. And I was like, this can't be working in her life, right? So I went and messaged her and I gave her some good affirmations that she thanked me. She goes, thank you for the reminder. And I was like, okay, well, I get it. But it wasn't a reminder. It was news. It was brand new to her, right? And, and I hope it's working now, you see? But, you know, this religious stuff, right? So the bad part of what, what happens with this religious delusion, okay? Not the delusion that there is or is not a God. The delusion that these guys go to preachers, okay, or Bible studies and view the Bible like a story with morals, okay? Like with lessons, with, with examples. You know, this one, this one lady wrote to me on Facebook and she said, you know, I always thought the, the Bible was a story with morals, you know, like morals to the story. And I'm like, well, it is, it, it, it is written that way, but the Bible is not a storybook. Mm -mm. The Bible is a mystical book. When Jesus told his apostles to cast their net to the right side, right? Okay. When he did that, they cast it. It's the right hemisphere of the brain, Hawaiians. You know, in the Bible where they, they say, well, 10% tithing. Right. So these these ministers, these, you know, these, these guys, 10 percent tithing. The tithing is not related to money. The tithing, you cannot serve God and mammon. OK, you make up your mind. You can serve God or you can serve, you know, you can serve money. 
right? You can serve money if you want to, okay? But it's a shallow existence and it's mostly temporary because it doesn't stick. Money won't stick. You can, you can be banging, banging, banging all of a sudden, oh, loss, right? And then you go, 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 go again and then boom, loss, right? When you do it the other way, when you really serve God, which is serving people, okay, and which is what I do, I serve people. All of my, my business, that's why it's called service companies, because we provide services to people, okay? We provide, we, we teach people, right? And, and we provide services to people. And, and you know what? The services uh, versus the amount that we charge for the service, okay? We, we tend to over-deliver. We try to over-deliver. Most of my half-hour students, I give them an hour, right? You know, there's a half-hour price on our website. Most of my students, I end up giving them an hour because I want to help them, okay? Now, whether they help themselves or not in the long run, that's, that's up to them, right? Because I can tell you right now, Hawaiians, I, I, when I tried this stuff in the first, the very first time, I said, you know what? I'm going to give this 66 days. I'm going to do this for two months. And if this does not work in two months, I'm never, ever, ever doing this again. Okay. Now, at the time, I was driving, uh, I was driving a, a secondhand old uh, Maxima, Nissan Maxima that was, that was breaking down. That, that I just, I, I think I did a couple thousand dollars of repairs and stuff, right? And when I started doing this, after I got into the thing, right, I got into it and I started seeing results. And then one day I said, you know what? I'm just going to drive into the dealership and see what happens. And I'm going to drive into the dealership and I'm going to listen to my intuition as I go. And I'm going to consult with God in real time. And the feeling I get is going to be the feeling from God. And I'm just going to go with that. And I'm going to see if this thing is bull crap or not. And guess what, Hawaiians? It wasn't, okay? Until today. All I can tell you is I always have new car smell. Right now, okay? I walk into my car, boom, new car smell, right? I have never smelled an old car since that last car that, that, I, that I left unto the dealership. Whatever they did with them, I don't know, right? But I'm just saying, it was the mentality. It was the mindset, because my mom said, you know, always buy a good used car. Because as soon as you drive them off the lot, it depreciates. Well, you know what? If you lease it and you have a company, it doesn't matter. Okay? You're going to write it off. Never mind. It's commerce. Everybody has to make their money. The car guy is good. Every time you, if you buy a car, I don't care when, I don't care from what dealership, you're going to have to pay for their profit. Okay, now if you're not willing to do that, I had I had an uncle that was not willing to allow people to make money off of him, and you know what happened to him? He didn't get very far after that. He didn't get very far with it. Why? Because nobody's gonna go do you a favor, Hawaiians. Okay? Now with this religious delusions that are going around, right? People don't understand what the Bible's talking about. I had this guy, I had this guy, and he was he was like a troll on Facebook, and I had to delete him. You know, and I guess he has good intentions or whatever. He, he's, he's sticking up for, I don't know, whatever his pastor told him. But I could tell by the questions that I asked him and the way he answered me, he had no clue. He had no clue of the Bible and what it was really saying. Okay? 
And and what you know, I'm not here to teach the Bible. I'm not here to to uh you know I can I can tell you, I can show you. If you email me, I will show you. And it, it's gonna be an eye opener for you. Okay? And I can show you. I will lead you to see what I do also in my life, my life coaching. So so just to give you an idea, okay, because I'm not this genius dude or whatever, okay? But I know a lot of stuff because I research a lot of stuff and I learn. I'm, I'm a learner. You know, if anything, more than a teacher, I'm a learner. I love to learn. In fact, you know, one of, one of my chicks told me one, one time, she goes, you know, you, you learn too much. You, you, you learn about all these things and, you know, what are you going to do with all this stuff? You know, this was before I did life coaching, right? And she did not understand that there is no such thing as too much knowledge. There's no such thing, you know, instead of being down the beach and, and doing all kinds of stuff. No, I'm learning. I'm studying stuff. You know, on the weekends, instead of partying and going out, drinking, whatever, you know, I, I'm studying stuff or I'm teaching or I have clients or I'm working. You, you see what I'm saying? Now, I take days off. I take, you know, I just had on day off. I just had on day off yesterday. Yesterday was real Mondays. Usually on Mondays, uh, not even not even the Pope can talk to me on Mondays, right? I just... Because I work straight through the weekend, right? From Thursday to Sunday, I'm pounding Hawaii. Okay, Friday is Aaron's day. Monday, I just want to chill. I just want to veg. You know, you know how guys come home and they want the remote and sit in front of the TV and sports. Okay, that's me on Monday. Okay, but I don't even want to. I don't want anybody to talk to me on Monday. I just want people to leave me alone on Monday, right? So anyway, but this religious thing, this guy, right? This guy kept attacking me, and I'm like, dude, you don't even know you, you don't even know me. And I told him at one point, I said, I said, I don't even know you. You know, but but what you're saying, you you may have some good intentions, and you may say that 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 you believe in the Lord and God and all this stuff, and it, but you're not you're not doing them right. <laughs> you're not you're not understanding. You have no understanding. The only understanding you have. Is that somebody told you, okay, you got to do like this. Somebody told you, you got to serve God. Okay, how are you serving God, right? How do you serve God? According to him, it was do good things. <laughs> in the Bible, it says, right? In the Bible, it specifically says that God sees your good deeds as filthy rags, right? And that was kind of confusing to me when I read it. You know, years and years ago, I was studying Bible, Right? I still study Bible, but I study a different way now because I have understanding. You know, that that seeking, right? Seek and you shall find, right? Most people don't take the time to seek enough. They seek a little bit and then they go, oh, okay, I get the overview. Okay, good. I'm, I'm, I understand. And then they go with it, right? And that's really not understanding. So, you know, when I, when I first saw this thing, I'm like, what does, what does it mean by that? My good deeds are filthy rags, so my good deeds is no good, right? And then it says that that you need faith, okay? And then, you know, and then it goes from there. And if I would have stopped there, Hawaiians, I would have been totally confused, okay? The Bible is very confusing if you read it like a story, okay? Because it, it's written in English. English is a language of spells. If you want the link that will explain that to you, I'll send it to you in an email. Here for you, USA at gmail.com. Okay, 
but there's just there's a lot more to do life than than what you see what you see and what you are presented with is totally different than the way things work in life i i mean from from politics to to what happens in the back rooms to the owners to the people that run the planet to the people that set policy to the people that make laws it, it's totally different and now with technology it's changing okay with technology control is going to look totally different okay and it's it's going to get tighter okay now the bible was was control now government government okay government okay govern is to what to rule okay meant mind you know like mensa you, you know that organization mensa the genius organization yeah meant mind okay and and that's what they do they govern your mind they govern your mind and they, they, they get in your head, first of all, right? But this stuff is reinforced with things that will tell you that these certain principles are correct. Because they put it in movies. They put it in commercials. They put it in all kinds of you know, entertainment. You're being entertained by, by this kind of reinforcement that will reinforce delusions. And I'm not talking about God. I'm talking about everything. I'm talking about a lot of stuff. I'm talking about the movies. When you go to the movies, there's stuff in the movies that will make you think or whatever in alignment, will, will keep you in alignment with certain things. There's stuff in there from the government, right? In the movies. There's stuff in there with, with um, TV and TV shows and cop shows or whatever, right? And it, it's totally fictitious, right? But because you've been told other bits and pieces of information like it, you're going to believe it. And you're gonna you're gonna roll with it, cause you don't have time, cause you gotta be at your nine to five, cause you gotta be working to make a living, cause you gotta be hustling to stay alive, cause you gotta be out there banging, right? You don't have time to go research every little thing, you know. It's like all I wanna do is see a good movie. Okay, there's my good movie, but in that good movie is a lot of brainwashing stuff. It's a lot of stuff that ain't even real, you know. You don't look at yourself as energy. You, know, you look at yourself as human. You look at yourself as this, you know, and yes, you are human. I get it. But I'm talking about the energy that drives you because okay? that energy is going to leave your body one day when you get old. That energy is going to go and it's going to go somewhere else. And guess what? It comes back because it's energy. Okay. You're just having this experience like this now. The next experience could be totally different and you could be a horse running and and running wild and and whatever you could be an eagle flying somewhere you could be you could be a mouse you could be on cockroach getting killed by somebody i mean whatever i'm just saying it's energy okay all of that has energy in it and god is is everywhere god is everywhere god is in the trees god is in every living thing and then we take the living things, right? And then when the living things are dead, right? We make we make other things with them, right? Your house is made of wood, right? It used to be on tree, it used to be living. You see what I'm saying? So so we got anyway. This thing gets pretty deep, Hawaiians. It gets pretty deep. But these religious delusions that I see with people that are talking and professing with emotion, with I mean, these guys, these guys are adamant about what they think they know, and they do not know. 
They do not know. And I, I don't expect to, like, you know, convert anybody. I don't expect to change anybody's mind about anything. If you believe in Jesus Christ, good for you. You believe in God, good for you. Whoever you believe in, good. I'm glad that you have some kind of some kind of uh, knowledge of a higher power. But you know what? All you got to do is look inside yourself. Okay, but you got to be in touch with that part. You know, and we have two parts. We have the good. We have the evil. Okay, but but these guys, some of these guys, and these guys, you know, I understand. A lot of them are old dogs, and they've been brought up. Under the old dog system, okay? Now, the world is going to look... If you have grandchildren and great-grandchildren right now, or, or you just, you're just getting married, you're going to have kids, right? If you're just getting married, you know, or around that time, or you're just having a relationship and you're going to have children, okay? Your grandchildren and great-grandchildren will live in a world that you will not even recognize right before you're ready to die, Okay, it it will not look anything like what we're looking at right now. You know the black and white photography pictures that we see of the 20s. Okay, and we look back and we go, wow, that must have been a hard life, right? That must have been a hard life. They had to ride, they had to hitch up the horse to the carriage and then drive the carriage to, to town. And the road was bumpy, right? <laughs> like, we, you know, we're driving to we're driving to work in 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 a car, you know, with suspension, with with no bumps like that, right? You know, it's a smooth ride compared to 1920, right? Can you imagine what's gonna happen in 2060? I mean, what the world is gonna be like when we're long gone? This is our turn, Hawaiian. Okay, you have one turn this way. This is your turn right here, this way, okay? You may come back in another way. I don't know. We don't know, okay? But you are energy, and energy is infinite. There is no age to energy. Okay, your energy will go. Your energy will end up somewhere else, okay? All I'm saying is your energy will not die. Your body dies, okay? So you're a spiritual being having a human experience, so, so all of this stuff that, that's going on right now, right? You know, this guy was saying, oh, this is, meditation is witchcraft. That's all witchcraft. <laughs> this, he, was a, he was a young Hawaiian guy, right? He's on my page. He's on my Facebook page. He goes, this is, this is witchcraft. I'm like, no, it's not witchcraft. Meditation is not witchcraft. Jesus taught that, okay? Now, now the, to give you a brief example, one, one more example, okay? Because you guys can research this and you guys can actually really learn something. I really learned something solid and, and concrete and real. You know when they when they talk about rapture, because these guys were like, hey, yep, Jesus is coming soon. Jesus is coming. Where's Jesus gonna come from? Out of the clouds? Okay, that's what it says. Jesus is gonna be coming out of the clouds, riding on Pegasus, right? And we shall meet Jesus where? In the air, right? The air. Okay, so um, air is the third level of consciousness. Okay, now I'm not gonna run down the whole thing. This is not a this is not a podcast about about taking you to to uh, religious or spiritual school or anything like that. But I will tell you that the Bible, okay, it, it teaches it teaches in metaphor, and if you don't understand what it means, then you you just you're not gonna get it. You're not going to get it. 
And the only reason why it's written like that is because the people that wrote the Bible like that, the Bible is a manual. It's like an operator's manual for a human being. But the reason why the Bible was written like that is because you have to seek to find. And the Bible tells you that. Seek and you shall find. You'll find it. But you got to look and you got to look deep. You cannot just glance. You got to look. You got to seek. Seek means you go to uncover things. Seeking means that you go. You know these guys, they're seeking, right? Around 40 years old because they want to find themselves before it's too late, right? Because they're going to live their whole lives and then die without really knowing what's going on, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> they've, been, they've been on the mouse wheel, right? We did that podcast, mouse wheel. Look it up. Living on the mouse wheel, right? On the mouse wheel is you get up, you go work, you come home. You, you, you watch the game, you, you go sleep, you get up, you go work, you come home, right? Saturday, right? Okay, soccer, Sunday, church, Monday, the mouse wheel starts all over again. And they keep you busy enough, right? So that you don't pay attention to anything else. And then, oh yeah, after 65 years, oh, you get the watch and the mahalo party and, and all, you get the thank you. And, and here's your certificate for working for the company for so long, making the company millions of dollars. And thank you very much. And it's been a nice career. Now you can go on your cruises for a few months before you develop some illnesses because you slowed down too much, right? And then, uh, it's been a nice life. Aloha. We will, we will take you, drive you out to the cemetery in the, in the commerce wagon. Right. And, and we'll put you in the in the coffin or whatever it is you want to you scatter your ashes someplace. Right. And it's been a nice life. OK. Hawaiians, there's more to life than that. There's more to life than the shallow little understanding of sitting in a congregation and the pastor going, well, you guys got to be good people. You guys got to be good people. Being a good person has nothing to do, very little to do. With finding God and getting there and, and meeting Jesus in the air. Because you need that third stage of consciousness. You need to, you need to rise up to the Kundalini, which is when you look at the, when you look at the medical symbols and you see those two snakes, okay, that also represents DNA. It also re represents the Kundalini, the energy that you have inside of you at, that comes up from the root chakra that goes all the way up. And that's where you meet Jesus in the sky. At the third stage of consciousness. Okay. And then, and it goes, it goes from there and it goes to your crown chakra, right? It, it goes, it, it, there's a whole, you know, I'm not, like I said, I'm not here to teach that, but I'm telling you it exists. I'm telling you it's there. Okay. It took me years and years to really fully understand this stuff and, and, you know, and I still study it. I study it all the time. Okay. I meditate. I do all that stuff. I try to share with the, the life coaching students that I have. So, so yeah, my life coaching is very different. My life coaching gets to the heart of everything. You know, so somebody goes, Oh, wow. Well, how, you know, I'm trying to, trying to do better at my job. Okay. Look, I got the plan right here. Meditation. Boom. You know, because when you join with the divine, with that divine energy in you, okay, you're not God. Okay. I'm not God. All right. But we have God within us. We have that God energy within us. And this one lady said, Oh, you should start a church. Right. Because I was, you know, I was putting this information out. So you should start a church. I go, no, I don't want to start a church. Come on. You know, I'm against 501c3 churches. I'm, I'm, a, I'm against the, the concept of standing in front of a congregation and collecting tons of money every Sunday and not giving them concrete knowledge. Just giving them an overview. Oh, you know, so Jesus said, 
you know, love love thy neighbor as thyself. And if you love thy neighbor, and you know, so everybody feels all love, right? Oh, yeah, you know, hugging everybody, going out of church. Monday morning, they're sitting in traffic, swearing their ass off at, at, the, at the car in front of them that's going too slow or zigzagging or, or whatever, not paying attention. See what I'm saying? They're not loving their neighbor anymore. Now, they're back, in the, they're back on the mouse wheel. They're back in the system. They're back to, you see what I'm saying? But it's a nice break on Sunday, right? It's a nice feel-good moment. It's, you know, they show you on video. They dance hula. They'll sing a song in church. They'll, they'll have the choir. Come on, the choir is beautiful. And they have a beautiful experience. And you keep going back and paying for that experience with your donations. And they don't even have to pay tax on that experience. And I don't know if you guys saw the, the way the pastors live. You, you guys don't see, they, they don't invite people to their to their homes unless you're in the circle, right? Unless you're in the, the privileged crowd to hang out with the pastor, right? <laughs> but I'm just saying, you, you see, you know, I know these guys and I've seen these guys. I used to work out with them at Honolulu Club. I, you know, I, I, I'm in the, I'm not in the circle, but I'm, I'm right next to the circle and I look at the circle. And that's been my blessing from God. God has allowed me to, to be Hawaii's entertainer, Junior Keiko Ever Junior, and, and do the music business and make the recordings and sing on the stages and perform in the showrooms and do all of that, but I didn't have to be a slave to the syndicate. You see, I didn't have to be a slave to the mafia. I didn't have to, you, because I didn't play that game at that level. You know, but I got to experience everything. You know, did I want to go? Oh, at first, yeah, I wanted to go before I knew what was involved. After I knew what was involved, I was like, eh, I don't know if I like do this. <laughs> I don't know if I like do that. You know, but it's been a great life. Why? Because I tried everything I thought of. You know, I tried radio. I tried TV. Oh, I like do TV. That's fun. You know? When it got to TV, I go, wow, you know, would I want to work like a guy that, that, that this guy ran this TV station right over here. Now he's in politics, right? He ran this TV station and the guy in the radio station told me, he goes, you know, that guy is an a-hole. I'm like, really? He goes, yeah, bro, that guy, the, the way he runs his place, but he, everybody's on pins and needles. They don't like get fired. He, he's like a tax, uh, task master. How do you say that? Taskmaster. <laughs> there you go. And, and, and I mean, really? He's, yeah, he's like a slave driver. I'm like, uh, I don't think I want to be a slave in that capacity, right? But I did want to work for him. I wanted to try. I wanted to see what it was like. Now, you know, I remember when I when I worked for a certain radio station in an ethnic community. It was one of the one of the hardest, most excruciating, pain in the ass jobs I ever had. They treated me like crap. Okay? But when I went to the next station group, right? There was no pressure like that. There was no mind games like that. There was no there there was no uh you know that kind of that kind of work environment. There was no toxic. There there was a toxic work environment, but that was wasn't the whole company. It wasn't like the other place, right? And so when I got to that place, I appreciated that place way more than I did the place that treated me like crap. So the place that treated me like crap taught me a lot of stuff that I use for my own companies that really made a difference in my companies, and I'm very grateful for that. See, so even even for the bad times, you got to appreciate. You got to look back and you got to say, well, okay, they treated me like crap, but I learned a lot of stuff and I used that stuff in my company over here later on, which made me a lot of money. Am I grateful or not? Hell yeah. 
I'm very grateful. I, you know, yeah, they treated me like crap. But you know what, Hawaiians, if you got to... If you got to hang on to stuff and you go, oh, yeah, but they treated me like crap and have stuff against them, you know, I don't have anything against them at all. In fact, the guy that used to be my boss, you know, I'm very grateful to him. And I told him, I saw him one day walking down Bishop Street and, and I told him, I said, hey, you know, I, I just put up a post on Facebook thanking you, being grateful to you for, for what I learned from you. He goes, really? And I pulled it up my on my phone and I showed it to him. And he goes, wow, that's really cool. And he tapped me on the shoulder. You know, and and I shook his hand, and and we were we went our separate ways, and you know he was on his way to a meeting or something, and but I appreciate that guy, but yeah, when I was playing when I was working for him, he was playing games with me, he was treating me like crap, you know. Do I hold it against him? Hell no! Come on, Hawaiians, you gotta be bigger than that. You gotta be the bigger guy, okay? You gotta be the bigger guy because if not, you're gonna run in circles in your head, okay? With this, with this negative circuit that you're going to build that you're not going to be able to get out of and when you're an old man or an old woman, right? You're going to have regret. And this regret is going to run like an electronic circuit in your brain. And, and I, I saw, I went to the, when my uncle had strokes, I went to the care home and I saw these old, old people that they, they don't even know what's going on anymore. They have dementia, they have all this stuff. And you hear them talking, nothing but negativity. Everything is like like aggression. Everything is like, you know, they, the bad words, negative language, grumbling, all, all of that, right? And then I thought of my grandmother. My grandmother was 97 years old when she died. The last time I saw her, she was 96. I think she was 90, 96. I, I, uh, no, yeah, she was almost 97. She made 97 and then, then she died. But you know what? Her whole her whole life, her early life, she had it hard. She was a what you would call a house girl, a maid, somebody who did uh, you know, somebody who who just served hand and foot to this to this family, right? And she went through a very hard childhood and a very hard life. Okay, but then she raised a a good family. Okay, my, my uncles, my mom, you know, and she took care of them and, and she and she died with a with a house that we sold to Weird Al Yankovic. How's that, Hoynes? How's that? How's that for attracting, you know, uh, famous people and, and all of that into my life? Weird Al Yankovic bought my grandmother's house in, in Maui, in Hana Maui, right? And he came to my grandmother's funeral. He he walked in the back, like you know, real nonchalant in the back. And he paid his respects and then he left. Okay. And and this is like, you you don't, how can you write this stuff? This is like out of a movie for me. This is like I'm living a movie. A lot of stuff. So a lot of people look at the stuff I do and they go, well, he's, he's full of crap. Look at this. Look at this stuff he's doing. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy, Hawaiians. But you know what? That crazy is what my, my desire and my heart and my mind has brought me into my existence. That's what it has brought. What is it? My question is, what is it bringing you? What is it bringing you? Are you are you waking up to drama all the time? Or are you waking up with a mission and purpose and being happy and going out there and, and fulfilling your mission? You see what I'm saying? So this delusion that, that we're looking at, that we're seeing people, right? They're waiting for everybody to die so that Jesus can come back. 
You know, we're all going to drop dead. Our spirits are going to rise in the air. And then we're going to meet Jesus in the sky. And Jesus is, and they're looking up to, you know, they're looking up, right? <laughs> Instead of in, they're looking up. Oh, Jesus is coming back. You know, and then when you try to explain to them, no, 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 this is a, you know, the, the, the Bible teaches in metaphor. These, these are, these are symbols for something else. This, this is spirituality. It's inside of you. God is real. And they look at you like you're crazy because they've been taught from baby. They've been taught from little kids that this is the way it is. This is what it is. This is salvation. Salvation, baptism. You go down to the church, you they dunk you in the ocean or in the pond or in the stream or in the water. That's that's not what it is. That's not what it means at all. Baptism does not mean that. Okay? You, I'm not I don't have time to get into the whole thing, but I'm telling you, Owens, this this whole thing is all tied to commerce. Tithing is giving 10% of the left side of your brain. You know you know the left side, the critical thinking? All God requires of you is 10% of that side of your brain. God lives on the right side, the creative side of your brain. Okay? And that's why you cast your net to the right side, Hawaiians. Okay? That's where you that's that's the goal. To come from creative instead of competitive. Competitive is the left side. Okay? Your competition, your logic, all of that left side right side is where god lives on the right and that's why jesus sits at the right hand of the father you ever wondered why you you don't look in you know you, you that's where you get the expression oh that's my right hand man that's my right hand man when somebody says that's my right hand man you know sam jam spencer that's my right hand man that, that's my right hand you see people say that right i say that a lot of people that's old school you know oh that's my right hand man you know why that's your right hand man yeah because the right side, the creative side, because that's the side that's most special. That's where God lives. So your right-hand man is your most precious guy. That's the guy. That's He's the man. He's the guy that's right there for you, right? Your right-hand man. I'm telling you, Hawaiians. I mean, you know, and until you learn... Oh, oh sorry, Hawaiians. I gotta go. Yeah, but until you learn this stuff, like the true meanings of things, then yeah... You can, you can be caught up in the commercialisms. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, want to thank all the sponsors. Brother Randy, Sister Jerry of Island Club and Spa. Also want to thank Voice Master Enterprises family of service companies. That's right. And then also AFMHawaiiMusic.com. Featuring the music of Brother Darren Chinen. He's the man. <laughs> he's, he's my right-hand man, too. Yeah, Brother Darren. There we go. Till the next time, Hawaiians, uh, yeah, go, go do your homework. If you need links on some information, I will send it to you free of charge. Here for you, USA, at gmail.com. Till next time, I'm Genie Cake, we have a genius, eh? Mahalo and aloha. <laughs>